Oh golly gee to her willigers. I'm live, but this camera angle is just atrocious. We'll go with that. Yeah. Yeah, we'll call that good. It is 9.30, a little later than I typically like, guys. I'm sorry. It's like physiotherapy, finally. Getting back to that. COVID can't keep me down. Anyway, uh, yeah. Woohoo! I was at physio, got stuck full of pins, found some new and exciting things wrong with me. My physiotherapist, Katie, she is amazing. I would like to say she is like a German master mechanic keeping this race car in finely tuned condition. I think it would be more fair to say she is a German master mechanic keeping this Toyota Tercel from vibrating itself into pieces. But whatever, she's doing good work. So if you need a good physio, check out my girl Katie at One Academy. Woo! Love that. Anyway, non-paid PSA done. Uh, also, PSA, if you're watching at home on uh, Instagram or YouTube right now, I'm gesturing to the giant zit I have on my cheek. I'm going to be 40 in October. That's unacceptable. Come on, face. Get it together. Probably has to do with the fact I've been wearing a mask a lot. So I got a lot of, a lot of skin oil building up in there. It's hot under there, guys. It's hot and sticky. It's not sticky. It's wet. It's moist. Isn't that what our prime minister called it? Anyway. Uh, hey, let's drink some stuff because I don't want to keep you because I was a little late starting. I do have a wife that I want to spend some time with. And uh, let's get drinking, too, because I'm hot. I biked to and from physio. I'm all the clump drink. No, wait. I'm schwitzing. Does Klemp mean upset? I think it means upset. I'm not sure. Yiddish isn't what it ever was. Um, yeah, my friend uh, Ren just pointed out, yay, zits in your 40s. I know. You know, you'd think that that would be a nice thing. It'd be like getting carded. It's not. It sucks. You know what I do use, though? Uh, my wife has a lovely uh, tea tree oil concealer from the body shop. Now, it doesn't match my skin tone perfectly, but I also am wearing a mask over it. So a little tea tree oil kind of helps, apparently. I don't know. I didn't do a control. If I had one over here, I could have tea tree oiled one but not the other and seen what happened. But anyway, some bull crap is what it is. Hey, look what I'm drinking, guys, because it's pride still. Technically, the parade, I think, would have been this past weekend is what I understand, because uh, obviously it's Canada Day on Wednesday, but uh, it can be pride all the time. We'll probably take the flag in the background down once June's over, but it stays around. Maybe we'll leave it up. Who knows? Maybe I'll put up a flagpole and run the rainbow flag up the top. I've actually seen recently a really nice... Uh, uh, adaptation of a pride flag, which is like, uh, it's like the pride flag that I have, you know, the, the rainbow horizontally, but then in one corner or on one side, there's a triangle. Um, so it's a little bit like Cuba's flag, um, I think. Um, and in that triangle is the color of the transgender flag. So it's like the two together. I love it. I think it's great. I'd like to get one of those. Anyway, hey, uh, did I say what it is in the Pride can? It's Ernest Dry Cider. Ernest Cider. Now, I got um, a couple of cans of these sent when they first launched a while ago. And uh, I've picked it up. Uh, my wife is a big cider drinker, uh, not being into the gluten um, she's tolerant of almost anybody and any person anywhere. She's very tolerant, but not to that 
protein chain. Anyway, uh, so she gets sadder a lot. So we do get this into the house from time to time. But uh, I asked her when she hit the LCBO the other day, could you get me something um, with pride colors on it, please, that isn't Muskoka, because I did that last week, and also isn't Bud Light, because those guys can... I was going to say something that would give me a, a red E. Eat a part of my anatomy. Anyway, um, so let's give this guy a pour here. Ernest Cider. If you don't know this cider, it's from, I think, Newmarket. And uh, the key with this guy, they put a little honey in it. Um, now, let's, let's discuss that after I drink this. Uh, because uh, I don't want to give away too much here. Uh, so let's see here. Yeah, Ren hasn't had it in a while. Yeah, I, I remember it being good too. Uh, oh, look at my Guinness glass. That's attractive, isn't it? This glass, and I don't condone this behavior, but I did. Stolen from a uh, brewery in, uh, not a brewery, a bar in, in Dublin or Belfast. I'm not sure. I stole a bunch at one point. Came home with like eight. It was a little crazy. Don't steal glasses from bars, guys. That's things that 20-year-olds do, not things that grown-ups do. So I haven't done that in a long time. Anyway, here we go. Apple cider, by the way, made from apples. I know this isn't a beer, and this is the Toronto Beer Podcast. Cider is beer adjacent, I think. So it smells like apples. Specifically, it smells Granny Smithy. It's kind of tart smelling, a little green smelling, as it were. Not like stewed apple, not like cooked apple. It's very fresh and snappy smelling and if I'm honest there's a little bit of a floral note you always worry when you know there's something that you should be looking for like honey like maybe you're 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 pushing it but I don't think I'm pushing this mm -hmm. something a little floral and like I say snappy green <laughs> green onions oh that would be quite a drink snappy green apples sorry I just want to adjust this camera just a little bit more Ugh. There we go. I felt like I had to sit up very tall. Anyway, here we go. Mmm. Oh. Oh, that's nice. So definitely. Mmm. It's interesting. The apple is still not stewed tasting, not cooked apple, but uh, there's more nuance to the apple flavor on the palate for sure. It's tart. It's quite... Um, uh, on the cheeks, you know, sides of your tongues. You like all these sound effects I'm making? What's that thing that's so popular with the kids? You know, when you watch somebody eat and listen to the mouth sounds, it's like a thing. Maybe I should change this podcast to that. It's just the sound of me drinking. Ready? Ah. Anyway, now I'm getting silly. So the apple's quite, um, quite tart and dry, but with um, more of a, a, a well-rounded, um, well, more like a, like a, a not-so-snappy apple, like a, a something more like a Fiji, perhaps. Um, some nice, juicy uh, apple tastes. Ren's telling me it's ASMR, which probably stands for something, and this is what this podcast could be. It's the Toronto Beer and A. SMR. I just wanted to get those right. Podcast. Lots of mouth sounds in this podcast, and not just the words coming out of my mouth. Um, yeah, it does taste like there's probably a variety of apples, which in cider, and we'll discuss this in a minute. Uh, that's as it should be. Um, 
It's quite dry. It's interesting. I know I saw a tag that told me this, and then I actually looked at the labels and confirmed this. Uh, Liberty Village uh, Cider. Lovely stuff. Blue can, white kind of diamond-shaped logo. It's the driest cider available at the LCBO. Now, because uh, uh, cider has... Um, it's a fruit-based uh, uh, alcohol. They treat it like wine. So on the label, you'll see, uh, they used to use just a number. It was like a zero, one, or two, or I think a three. Um, but now they actually do a scientific measurement, which is the grams of sugar per liter, I think is what it is, or per 100 mil. I can't remember what. Anyway, the point is the lower that number is, the less sugar there is in it, which is what makes it dry. If there's less sugar, it's a drier. And if it's sugarier, it's a sweeter. Um, interesting that the, the, the just the two sides of that are, are dry and sweet, not dry and wet. It's a little confusing, right? But anyway, um, but this guy, despite there being honey in it, and this is where it's going to get a little tricky in the old noggin, um, it's still fairly dry. It's not as dry as Liberty, for sure. That's that's dry i like that one. Oh yeah you can almost play a violin with your teeth when you're done that one earnest isn't that dry but it is definitely a dry cider and especially if, if what you're used to drinking is like strongbow that's like soda pop that's like alcohol apple flavored soda pop um earnest though very nice mostly apple and this is the thing about honey we'll get there now i think there's something that's maybe a little florally, but honey, um, it, it ferments out. The sugar is so highly fermentable. If you add honey to a beer, it makes the beer drier because you're starting with the, the sugar content of the malt and the honey, but the honey gets completely eaten by the yeast. And, uh, most of the malt sugar does too, the maltose, um, Whatever's left over is what makes the difference between whether or not the beer is quite dry or quite sweet. Um, cider is the same way. Now, if they were adding honey after they've hit it with sulfites, so the yeast is all dead, then you do expect a bit more honey taste. But I predominantly get apple on this. So I'm not sure if the honey is added after the yeast has been neutralized or before. I, I'm not entirely sure, but I don't get a ton of honey taste to this. Um, but uh, it's still a delightful cider. And like I say, nice um, diversity of sort of apple characteristics. You get that. We'd almost talk about like the apple skin, which can be quite tannic um, taste. Definitely some nice sharp green apple uh, flesh. But also, as I say, like a, a redder, or I know Fiji's aren't red, they're yellow. But you know what I mean? A more... Um, mellow apple taste as well and a good cider typically for one thing it's not made with any of those apples I just mentioned or generally it isn't um, typically they use apples that are actually quite starchy more like um, what's the good one for pie is it spy I think it's northern spy which are not I kind of like eating them but they're not typically good eating apples they're uh, they're quite starchy and a little bitter those work really well in cider. Um, but the, you can use anything, of course. It's, it's, um, cider's like wine, right? So wine is grape juice that gets fermented. Cider is apple juice that gets fermented. And it's just a matter of picking and choosing which, uh, which apples you want. And, and single, um, 
single varietal ciders are, are not the norm. They're typically blends of, of a couple of different juices. Um, much like I, I think this one is actually, now let's take it to the can and see. Sometimes they tell you. Um, ErnestCenter.com, Ferris Farms in Newmarket, Ontario is right about that. Ingredients, apples, pure honey, organic cane sugar, sulfites. So they have not really specified what types of apples, and that's okay because for a lot of people, uh, that's a very, um, whew, this is 6.5, holy moly, uh, percent alcohol. Your blend of apples is a, is a, it's a trade secret, it's proprietary. And in fact, year by year, it might change because much like with beer, um, if the crop changes, you need to adapt your recipe to, uh, to make it, uh, taste the way you want it to. So, uh, that's apple cider, not a beer, but in a very attractive pride can celebrating pride, which again, doesn't have to just be June, make it pride all the time. Be proud of who you are and who you love. Uh, I think that's an important thing, but anyway, big ups to, um, Ernest Sutter. I'm actually now wondering, um, it's in support of Rainbow Railroad. I don't, uh, I don't know what that is off the top of my head. Oh, okay, but so for the purchase of every can, ten cents to Rainbow Railroad, a Canadian registered charity helping persecuted LGBTQI plus people find a pathway to safety. And that, is much like in the last episode, what we're talking about. It's so easy. I'm transitioning, by the way, guys. Oh, I haven't talked about food yet, but forget it. What do you eat? Apple cider? Drink with? Eat with apple cider? Uh, really good with cheddar cheese. You heard it first here. Especially a funky farmhouse cheddar. Whew. Now you're speaking my language. Getting back to the point, the fact that, that that they're making a donation to this organization, which is partnering with and working with um, uh, people who are who are marginalized for whatever reason, um, but who who identify as LGBTQ. I, I say two S two I whatever uh, T I. I. It gets a little. It can get a little confusing. So say say what works for you and and say it with earnestness. Earnest like the cider, um, and and you can't go too wrong as long as you're you're trying and you're meaning well. Um, but supporting organizations like that so 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 important. I know I don't want to um, keep you know banging on about this, but. Um, particularly within the trans community, but certainly within uh, the LGBTQ2S uh, community as a whole. Uh, rates of bullying and, and suicide are, are just so much worse. And uh, for a lot of the, the, let's be honest, kids, it's, it's often teenagers or, or younger. Um, and, and adults as well uh, certainly face it. But uh, um, for a lot of those kids, um, the difference between their mental health and, uh, and, and mental hurt as an organization like, uh, like Rainbow Road. And, uh, and so anything we can do to, to throw some money towards groups like that is, is great. That really, you know what, we, we, anyone who likes going to the parade or the parades, there's multiple, you, you know, you're hurting this year, we're missing it. Um, and especially for a lot of people, that's a real opportunity where they get to just be who they are um, in a way that maybe they don't often get to, to do. And actually, I was reading some really interesting stuff. Uh, Dan Levy was meant to be the Grand Marshal of the uh, New York City Pride Parade in its 50th year this year. But of course, it had to be canceled. Um, I think they still did a digital something or other. By the way, Dan Levy, really? Oh, gosh, that guy. Ah, gets me right here. Um, but he was talking about uh, watching the Pride Parade from a friend of his apartment in New York and it being one of the first times he really felt um, 
connected with who he was. Uh, and so, so it's not to say that parades aren't important. Parades are important. And, and it's a, an awesome opportunity for people who want to celebrate, for people for whom this might be the only time of the year that they really get to be who they want to be. And also for people who maybe aren't even really sure who they are yet. Um, it's an opportunity to expose themselves uh, to to other people in, in the community and, and see where they fit and how they feel. Um, that is very important, but much more so than that. Uh, during June, the month of Pride, and in general, um, we need to be supporting organizations year-round who are providing safe spaces and and walking with people um, who are going through what admittedly for a lot of people is um, it feels life and death. And, uh, and for some people it is life and death. Um, and so these organizations, uh, we can't support them too much. It would be great if an organization like Rainbow Road got to a place where they were like, we need to start donating some of our money to other organizations, but I believe nobody is there yet. So we still have a ways to go. So continue buying. If you like a cider, this Ernest cider, 10 cents per can, that's pretty good. That Muskoka born this way IPA, I've gotten rid of the can cause I'm not a total slob, but, um, any one of those, uh, great way to have a, a very tasty beverage and also f for a little bit, uh, add some support to, uh, to an organization that can use all the help it can get. And consider if you do regular giving to something, making, uh, including a, an LGBTQ2S uh, organization into your, your personal or your family's uh, uh, giving scheme. Um, it's, uh, it's money well spent. It really is. Um, so yeah, happy pride, guys. This is a short one. Like I said, I got a wife to get to uh, spend some time with her. But uh, happy pride. No matter who you love, you are a beautiful, beloved creation. And you should feel that way. Um, for my part, if anybody out there is listening and any of this is kind of tweaking in your head, if you need somebody to reach out to, talk to, hit me up on the socials, happy to chat in the DMs, whatever. If you are concerned about how you're feeling, who you feel you might be, if you don't know, um, I'm happy to help. Listen, mostly. I, I can't offer too much in the way of advice, but uh, certainly if, if you need somebody to bounce some ideas off of, uh, hey, hit me up. I'm happy to, happy to be that sounding board for you. Uh, otherwise, as I always say, take care of each other out there. It's a hot one, guys. This is a beautiful week, but it's going to be hot. So take care of each other. Take care of your postie. Maybe offer a freezy if you got one. We like freezies. Uh, but uh, take care of each other. And uh, I'll talk at you guys in, uh, in seven days or less, as I often promise and never do. Seven days. We'll make it seven days. Have a good night. <laughs>